What's up, Tech fans? It's Cody, and this is our episode of On the Fence. On this episode, we continue our player interview series. On today's episode, it's Texas A&M transfer right-handed pitcher Raleigh Hector. What's up, Raleigh? How are you doing, man? Doing good? I'm doing good. How about yourself? Cannot complain. I'm, I'm just happy to be here. So. I'm happy you're here. Let's start off with you just telling everybody about yourself. Yeah, so grew up in Van Alstine, Texas. That's when the went, where I went to high school. Um, played for my dad, so that was really cool. So I'll get into my family right there. But my dad, Joey, comes to all the tech home baseball games or the weekend ones. But he's a, he's currently a football coach at McKinney North High School in there. And I went to Anna High School. But um, yeah, he teaches speech, I believe. I think he still teaches speech. Good guy and good guy and just you know means a lot to me and coach coached me my whole life so i give a lot of credit to my baseball ability to him um my mom obviously comes to all the tech home games as well to new but uh she's a teacher um she's a kindergarten teacher bless her heart i don't know how she does it but um you know she she's excellent what she does she's a great mom um you know i get all my nice traits from her for sure so um, but I have a sister. She uh, she's at Grayson Community College, I think that's what it is, and she is at SID there, matted. So um, she she does all the all the stuff that you kind of what you do on Twitter, tweets out stuff, and does all the graphics for their for all their sports and all, all the school there. So um, I have a big respect for you for what you do because of her. So but um, but yeah, she that she that's my family. Um, got a pretty cool dog too. So. He comes, he comes to some baseball games. It's, it's uh, Wrigley, correct? Wrigley. Wrigley, yep. yep. I, I, I play with Wrigley. It's always fun. Oh, yeah. Um, so, obviously, sports runs in your family, as as does mine. Mm-hmm. My dad played high school baseball. I played baseball as little, when I was little, and then, of course, my little brother plays baseball now. Um, it's funny you should mention my Twitter. You know, I, but put out the uh, your nickname, Rowdy Raleigh Hector. Mm-hmm. How do you feel about that? Love it. That's that's how I feel. I, I get fired up, you know, before stars, before a pitch, and I see, you know, Rowdy Rowdy Hector taking the hill today. I'm like, yep, let's go. Like it's it's that day. So every time I see that, I feel I get I, I feel a sense of calmness come over me because I'm like, hey, it's time to go. It's it's that day. So I love it. Yeah, it's, it's kind of funny. That was one of those just like I was sitting in my English class. I was bored. It's tech writing at like three o'clock in the afternoon, mm-hmm. and I'm an old school wrestling fan. And I, I was trying to think a nickname for some of y'all, and for some reason yours came to mind. I was like, Rowdy Hector, Rowdy Hector. And I was like, Rowdy Rowdy Piper, Rowdy Rowdy Hector. Oh, that's it. It rolls. It rolls, it, it, it rolls so good. And so I pulled up my photo editing software, and I was like, I got to do this. And I think I had to wait like two and a half, three months before I could put that picture out. And I was just holding it, waiting, mm-hmm. kind of showing people here and there, like little little sneak peeks and stuff. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. I love it. I, I, I have that picture saved in my camera roll. So anytime I'm like, yeah, I, I, that's it. I'm Rowdy Rowdy Hector. So I love it. it. It's big time for sure. Well, I'm glad you like that. Um, so let's just go ahead and start with what drew you to Louisiana Tech? Yeah, so transferred, obviously, and um, I've heard, I've, so I'll give you the whole backstory. I've always heard about Louisiana Tech, always kind of kept up with them. Um, I knew that y'all gave it to LSU last year, so I, I watched those games. My roommates back in College Station, we watched that game because I think it was I think it was a Wednesday night, maybe, because we didn't have a Tuesday game. I, I could be wrong, but... Either our game got canceled and y'all were still playing, whatever. And we watched it. And the first thing I told my roommate, I said, good grief, those dudes play hard. And that's a big testament to Burroughs. And I, I was like, okay, I always kept up with them and always saw that, you know, they're in the race for regional and all that stuff. And 
Um, knew that they all were having a good year. And then obviously when I transferred and got the portal, um, they were that Coop was the first person to call me. And, and that, that meant a lot to me. And then um, also one of the things about Louisiana Tech that I knew, it's not a good thing to know, but it was with Tornado. And I remember I was in, I, I don't even I think I was in bed one, day, one morning. I saw Coach Burroughs' video from center field for showing all the damage. And I, I mean, I, I still get chills thinking about it Dude. because I, I was just, you know, a small world, like how crazy, you know, it is. But um, I always knew and, no, I just always respected how hard they played the game and how much it meant to the town of Rustin, how much they love Louisiana Tech baseball. So once I got the call from Coon, I was like, I need to go down there ASAP. We lined up a visit and fell in love immediately. I felt like I was right at home, loved the small town feel. And ever since then, you know, I was just like, I got, I got to do it. I got to be a bulldog. And I'm forever grateful that I made that decision. Yeah, we're we're definitely glad you chose Rustin. Um, baseball is a big thing up here. Um, you know, West Monroe's got football, and they've had that for years. But Rustin's always seemed like the hub for baseball. Because uh, I mean, just or just around North Louisiana, I mean, you got OCS, West Washtenaw, West Monroe, Rustin, big five A schools that that put out some really good talent. And of course, you got Louisiana Tech with Coach Burroughs coming in, and it's been lights out. He's, he's done a phenomenal job, and it's been a complete honor to be playing under him and it's just it's been uh, it's been a fun time pretty and going back to that lsu game i i, I believe it was a wednesday because it, it was i know it was the 22nd of february i swear it was snowing i was out in a normal spot that game was cold mm-hmm. it was so cold i was cool watching it if it makes it feel better so oh dude i, I think i went back and rewatched the broadcast i think i was on tv like 14 times because <laughs> i my, my grandparents had a tally mark they were watching or whatever because when a, when, a, when you're as loud as I am, the camera's gonna find you. Gonna find you. And I didn't know that at the time because I wasn't watching the broadcast. I was at the mm-hmm. game, but that that was so much fun. Um, and of course, us going to Ole Miss, we'll probably get to that in a little while, and beating Ole Miss. I mean, that's two back to back years where we beat SEC schools. I mean, it just shows what Louisiana Tech's capable of. Exactly, it's it's the best. It really is. Oh, it's it's so much fun to be a Tech fan. Uh, let's jump into some of your favorites. What's been your favorite memory at Tech so far? So I would say favorite memory was Nichols weekend. Um, it's the it's the best I pitched all year. I I just I loved it. I had all my family there. Um, we got the win, and I just I, I think it was my favorite one. Um, there's, there's a bunch of memories that stick out. That's just a personal memory, but I think a team memory is we were in that rain delay at Ole Miss, and we kind of see it all just gelling together the way you know that Ole Miss was handling things and you'd kind of just kind of get a sense that like, okay, we, we kind of found something and we're going to take off running with it. And that was, I think we're, we're still getting even closer to that, but I think that's as a team, that was the closest we'd ever been. And, you know, and that was just a fun week, you know, just we, we beat Nichols and then we're coming to Ole Miss. It was our first time on the road. So you start to really kind of get the feel of like, Hey, this is what the team's going to be like. What's the identity going to be? And, um, that was a that was a fun that was a fun two days and put two days in Westford. Is there a particular game that you'd say was your favorite? Favorite. So yeah, I think game game two against Eagles has been my favorite personally. But I think um, even though we were losing, I think against Ole Miss that second game and we came back. I think that was my favorite game because it's just you get to you, you really were right to roll it out. It's just like. You know, you, they moved the game up, and you knew deep down, like, okay, they're trying to do something to scheme up so that we can't play up. Because we knew 
we were going to go down there and go win. And we had a firm belief in that. And just the way they were handling things, I think, I mean, that was that's by far one of the best days. You knew deep down inside, and I think that's the best part about it. Is there, mm -hmm. Everybody knows deep down inside, like, hey, you, you kind of gave it to them, and, you know, they, they didn't really like it. That's that's a good thing. Yeah, it, it definitely shows just the mentality that y'all have as a team, don't back down and that kind of stuff. And the same thing happened uh, during the COVID year with Ole Miss, where they came over here, we beat them. And then oh, COVID case, our pitcher, our pitcher can't throw, right. and they left. It's weird. It's all weird stuff. And so it's like, you know, Bianco, I guess he doesn't learn his lessons quick or whatever, you know. It's, it's the same thing. But, of course, they had to scheme a different way this time. They couldn't use yeah. COVID, COVID exemptions. But it's always fun as a Tech fan because you, you guys are really never out of a game. Oh, yeah. You're always going to leave everything on the field. And that's what's fun for a, me as a fan and probably everybody else. It's just a fight that y'all have because you know there's there are other teams and you can see it when they when they've lost their whole mentality changes, exactly. but you guys just keep coming back out and just keep clawing and scratching and fighting. Um, so, so going along with that, what's your favorite part of being a bulldog? That's a good question, but um, I think just you know being able to put on that uniform every single day and knowing that there's so much great history, you know, people wearing that uniform before you and. Being able to, you know, wake up every single day and look yourself in the mirror and be like, I'm a Louisiana Tech Bulldog and get to go to the baseball field every single day and play under that great coach and staff. I think that's just my favorite part is obviously the fans. The fans are incredible. You know, they have us, they have our backs and they love us. And I mean, that's a testament to you. And well, I think just, I, I love it. I mean, as, as my favorite part is just being able to put that uniform on every single day and knowing that you're doing something, you know, not only for yourself, but for a great community. Yeah, it, it especially rings true. And, of course, I'm going to get into the uniform in just a second. Mm -hmm. But, you know, the the meaning of the rusted jersey mm -hmm. that, 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 the, that the team came out with this year just really shows how much that the city and the mm -hmm. team are, are, are interconnected. Um, so, of course, going into that, what is your favorite uniform combo? Or is there a custom one that you'd like to see? I like, okay, so the black jerseys are sweet. Those are I've always been a sickler for black jerseys. I just think they look sweet on a baseball field. Um, but I'm gonna have to I'm gonna have to go with the script tech uniforms, the white ones. Those are sweet. Those are my favorite ones. I they just feel good. You feel a little bit different when you're in the mm -hmm. uniform. So it's a it's a sweet look, and I just love it. So I like that one. Would you agree with Will and say that the black uniforms would look better with black pants? I would disagree with Will. Yes, That's please. just Will because Will always has crazy takes like that. Um, but I just – I feel like our uniform is like, okay, we, we have the all blues. That's what, we, that's what we're known for. Vanderbilt's known for the all black all time. So I think we let them have their reign. We have our reign. I, that's just me. That's just yeah. Me. I, I think each and every uniform that they come out with is awesome. Mm -hmm. um, I'm waiting for the black uniforms to come out so I can buy one. Oh, yeah. Hit, hit, tech EQ. I'm still waiting. <laughs> um, but, I mean, it's just year after year. That, I mean, because we had the powder blues that they, they came out with uh, a couple years ago that were, that were sweet. Of course, this year we have, was it three new ones? It's like. Human didn't count. Exactly. It's, it's awesome. I mean, for us to be a, a group of five school, with, and nothing against group of five schools, but you don't you wouldn't expect their administration to come out with just great uniforms. You know, they may have two or four or five or whatever, you know, and just kind of stick with it. But Tech's like, no, nah, we're going to the moon. Oh, yeah. And, great. and it, it's awesome uh, to see 
the ideas and the stuff that you guys because y'all y'all put the uniform on and you make Rustin proud and you make the, the fans proud and it's always fun to watch. Uh, let's let's switch it up a little bit. Um, we went from favorites. So let's let's go to the other end of the spectrum. What's been the worst opponent field you've played at? Seems. Playing surface wise. Playing surface wise. Okay, so last year when I was at A and M, which is ironic, what happened? Rice's field was terrible, and what is crazy now is we just got back from Rice and the playing surface was great. So and. They obviously renovated the field, but that was a tough. That was a tough place to, you know. I just remember being in the bullpen and the grass was up to my knees, and I was just like, "No way, this is this is happening." But they had such a great, great state. Like the stadium itself is awesome because you think about like the history. Like man, like they had all these guys come through here, and, you know. And it's really cool to play at parks like that. But playing surface wise, last year's rice, but. I mean, I, I think we played some pretty nice places. You know, Northwestern State was pretty pretty low down there. But right, then again, then like you got to think about, that place was wasn't that bad either. So I think I think the way that these stadiums are going, is everything's everything's trending up. So it's it's been very I've been very fortunate to not have to play at some bad place. And I've heard I've heard some pretty bad stories about Marshall last year. Mm-hmm. So I'm just thankful to do that. Yeah, the, the the Marshall cow pasture was, was one that was hard to watch games there. Mm-hmm. Obviously, I didn't travel up there, but watching the, watching the games and of course, uh, Hoagie was talking about one of his JUCO memories mm-hmm. of the ball bouncing up and hitting his collarbone in the outfield. Mm-hmm. And I was like, "Whoa, that's tough." That'll, that'll do it to you. That'll do it. Oh, um, it's, it's funny you say Rice because uh, they did a lot of renovations within last year. I, I think, you did a good job. I think the announcer said they brought the outfield walls in like 10 feet and stuff like that and, and, and read and stuff. So it's, it's good to hear that because I mean, Rice has been a really good program uh, in the past, and it's good to see that they're getting back on the right track. Obviously, glad to take uh, two wins there and probably could have got a, got a third one, but, you know, things happen with the scheduling and the rain and the weather, and that's always always bad having to play three games in like 36 hours. Uh, be on the lookout for the Rice Recap Tech fans. I'll be coming out with that shortly. Um, and then keeping the, the, the worst trend going, what's been the worst fans you've had to deal with? The University of Texas. I'll leave it there. Um, this that was um, fun story. Last year when I was at A and M, that was my first collegiate win, and I remember. I don't even you know. You obviously know the rivalry between A and M and Texas is huge. It's heated, and Texas is coming back to the SEC, and everybody's fired up for the renewal for the football games. But um, one thing. That that A and M Texas did a good job of was making sure they played baseball every mm-hmm. year. And I remember I was sitting in the outfield, and you know, BP, you're out there for hour, hour fifteen minutes before the game. And I remember looking in the outfield, and I'm like, man, there's a lot of people here. Mm-hmm. And um, yeah, that was we're in the bullpens right beside the student section, and I just remember just some of the things they were saying. And it's just like, man. How can you say that? You know, that, that was that was pretty brutal, but it was pretty cool to get my first one there, given the circumstances. But uh, that was that that was the worst fans for sure. Yeah, I, I heard some not really horror stories, but just some some bad things about us going to Texas the, the regional last mm-hmm. year, and and hearing about some of the things that Texas fans were doing and stuff like that. It's crazy. Games. It's crazy. Uh, they're they're by far. I don't know if you want to say the craziest fan base, the most self in their in their old heads mm-hmm. I, I don't know they're they're up they're a different breed oh yeah it's crazy it really is um so let's switch it up a while one more time before we go into the locker room 
What's been your favorite place that you've been to with the team? Okay, can I get two answers? Yeah, yeah, go, okay, go perfect. Ahead. So, um, Fayetteville was really cool. Um, pitch, you know, bam, a pitch in front of however many dozens mm-hmm. people there. That was crazy. Um, but that was just, you know, obviously not the result we wanted, but um, just having to, you know, compete with them. And, you know, obviously what you're seeing now is how good they're doing. And it, but uh, that was just a really cool place to me. Just, you know, I, so I, I had to start there and that was a really cool just environment. You know, you got to, and I, I went there on a visit one time, but I was you know, I didn't remember, you know, in the process of like how big that place really was. And I remember the Friday afternoon game when Fincher was pitching. Mm-hmm. I was on the railing and, and I kind of like looked around and I was like, man, there's a lot of people. <laughs> there's a lot of people just around and you like, you don't really realize it until you're there in person. So I think just from atmosphere wise, that was really cool. Even though, um, you know, it wasn't like, you know, mind boggling like make you maybe shook but it was just like man they're they really like their their you know their baseball team i feel like it's a lot like rustin i think i liked it um but it's just in a bigger scale bigger bigger scale so but um so what this is what's going to be crazy is famous place other their place was this past weekend in houston mm-hmm. we went to rice um stayed in a nice hotel we're right down the road from the gallery so we obviously had a lot of downtime with the rain and uh, all the weather, so we got to you know got to go to the mall with the team, and you wouldn't have thought you would have thought we were like a bunch of kids in a candy store. When we walked in that mall because you know Bryson doesn't have a mall, and, and we we were just all fired up to like just go do something like in a city. So it was just really cool. So I think that was a fun, just kind of bonding time, and it was a good time with your teammates. So yeah, Houston's pretty fun. Of course, the gallery is always fun to go to. Um, I've been there a couple times as a kid. I'll say this: Dallas is better. Than Houston. I gotta get that out there. Love you, Phil, but Dallas better. I, I I I can agree with that. Of course, my great uncle lives in Dallas or around Dallas. Mm-hmm. I've, I've been there more than been in Houston. Been to a couple Astros games. Been to a couple Rangers games. You know, and just kind of bounce around. Braves fan at heart, though. Sorry. Okay, love the Braves. I think that's a. I think I'm a Rangers fan, but the Braves. That I went there on a, like I went to watch a baseball game there, and I was. And I was in shock with how, you know, the Rangers have been going down, but the Braves have been, you know, trending upward. Um, but when I like there, the Braves are on their run, and they're mm-hmm. starting to go crate. I go really good at baseball, and uh, and there was just a crazy atmosphere. It was, it was my first time really feeling like outside the Rangers two years of 2010, 2011. You know, those, those atmospheres are crazy. But when the Braves, you know, they were going on their, their runs, I was like, man, this is, this is an awesome atmosphere, awesome environment. People were – Going nuts and staying the whole game. It was it. That was really cool. Yeah, it was cool for me. I got to see some of the last games. Well, one of the last games in Turner Field, mm-hmm. and then one of the first games in SunTrust. Really? Yeah. So it, it was cool to see. You know, the, Turner Field was great, but the way that they've expanded and going out of, out of town, SunTrust <laughs> Park's amazing. I haven't been to the new Globe Life Park. I, I, uh, the only Rangers games I've been to has been in the, the scorcher that was Rangers Ballpark at Arlington. I miss that place. I miss it, but I love love that you're guaranteed a baseball. Yeah, because I think my first base, my first baseball game was was in in Arlington. It was in June. I was in left field. I swear it was like 112. <laughs> it's brutal. Once those left field seats are tough because you're just you're just you're in the sun the longest. Oh yeah, oh yeah. But um, that's, that's it's really really fun and glad that we have some good major league baseball teams around here. Mm-hmm. Uh, let's take a step in the locker room. Enough with my rants. <laughs> no, you're, I'm, I love it. And uh, let's go. Who is your funniest player? In the locker room, Will Stafford. Yeah, that I hope 
I hope everybody's been saying Will Stafford, but Will Stafford is the funniest guy in the locker room. It's just that guy. I don't even know. I can't, there's so many people you can describe him as. He kind of reminds me of, uh, I think, Flash from The Incredibles. Um, is it Dash or Flash? It's Dash. 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 Dash from The Incredibles. That's that's that sums up Will Stafford, and that guy never runs out of energy. Um, it there's telling you like, man, like it's this early in the morning. Will's just like you know, bouncing off the walls, but I love him. It, that that guy, one percent, one percent, the funniest guy I've ever been around for sure. See, it's funny. That, that's actually the first time I've heard about him. I've, really, a lot of people have been saying AD and Thaxton, just because uh, apparently they can give you a look without having to say anything. Um, yeah, yeah, I could see that. I but see that. you know, talking with Will and seeing him around, I could definitely see him being uh, that happy. He was in peace now. That's for sure. He's a part. Um, and then you know, going with players, who is your most friendliest or outgoing player on the team? Um, Philip Matulia, for sure. Um, I mean, I think that guy is basically on a, like billboards everywhere here, you know. Um, but Phil, I mean, like it's a great, great, just a great all-around person and. It's a guy I feel like I can go to him too about anything, and he's gonna give you a real honest answer. And he's so he's he's kind of along that funny. He's he's up there with one of the funniest guys I've been around. But I don't know if people would have thought that, but I I think he's funny. Yeah. And um, but he he's a good dude. He's a guy you definitely want to have in your corner. And he just you know he's a bulldog man. And yeah. I think a lot of those people, I mean, Josh Ventures up there too. But I think if you're a bulldog man, you're probably one of the most friendly people ever. Yeah, I, I can definitely attest to Phil being friendly. You know, w- with him being out there right field the last couple games, you know, with with the weather, one of the, the last weekend series we had, you know, the weather was coming up. And he was he was talking to us like, "Hey guys, what's the radar looking like?" You know, he's kind of kind of chit chatting in between um, in between plays or balls or whatever. And it's just really cool to see how outgoing he is and the smile he always has on his face. And it's, it's it's contagious. That smile is it really it, is. It like is. He's you know he's got that little mustache now mm-hmm. and. No, it's it's a big mustache. But uh, when you see it, you just like you can, like you, you got you feel like you have to smile right back because that's that's the kind of person Phil Phil is. Yeah, and just the energy that he brings to right field, you know, I I, I bring it, but he brings it right back, and, and it's just nice to see that that uh, that mutual agreements, and it, it's always just so much fun to to see him play and see all y'all play. Absolutely. Um, who's the player that you would say has the best work ethic? Hello. Man, too man. It's big. I don't know, man. That's a that's a that's a great question. You know, um, I would say everybody has a, a everybody everybody's goals line a line up to the same standard. Everybody works really hard. Man, oh man, best word I think. I mean, it's just. I feel like there's always people working, so like you never know, like and um. I'm gonna have to give it to. You know what? No more. Man, that's a good. A Darius Myers, eight and eight, hundred percent. I mean, I had to think about it, but like I was just going around the lineup, but like that guy, that guy works hard. But eighty, just you know, he works his tail off. He, I think that's the reason why you're seeing him. You know, do what he's doing this season. He's having a great year and. Um, I think it's just a testament of the fall. He, he worked hard, and, you know, every time you see him, he's just – he's hustling. He's, you know, laying out for balls. He's making the plays, and this, that, that that's a hardworking dude for sure. Yeah, if, if there's a single fielder 
not it's a, a single player on the team that's limited a lot of runs besides a pitcher and a catcher. It's probably been a Darius. Yeah, and he just an absolute great. First of all, great person, great competitor, but just he works his tail off and everything. I mean, you know, we the pitchers and pitchers and position players usually split up in weights, but you know, now that we're in season, we're starting to work out together. You know, and uh, I've, I've been watching him just kind of from afar. You know, I don't want to get you know. I, I just it's kind of the dude. You're like, when he's working, you kind of just want to leave him alone because mm-hmm. of how how intent he how intentful he is and how how he goes about his business. It's it's very big league approach for him by him. But he works his tail off. He's definitely the one I've heard the most about this, and it, it just shows. I mean, mm-hmm. the, the the amount of respect that he has and just the, the results that he's getting because of his work just really shows. Um, he's a great guy from what I've heard. I can't wait to meet him. I think I have him lined up um, here in the near future. Just a genuine, like, good, genuine person, for sure. Awesome, dude. Oh, yeah. It, and that goes with all of y'all. Yeah. I mean, I've, I've met a bunch of y'all, and y'all have all been great. Let's switch around. And for these two questions, I have to put out my warning here. I'm not trying to <laughs> instigate any fights. I just would like to know. Love it. <laughs> which player would you not want to get in a fight with in the locker room? And you and no, you cannot chicken out and say Coach Burrows because I want to know a player. You want to know a player. Burrows is a great answer because I would yeah. not want to mess with him either. But this goes strictly for yeah, one through fifty in the lineup. <laughs> um, him because like we've got guys that are just kind of like crazy. You're like, man, I just don't want it. But then there's guys you're like, man, I. I don't know if I'd, I'd stand a chance. Um, you know, I wouldn't want to fight Carson Evans. Um, just, it's just, it's a, it's a tough dude. And, you know, I feel like if, if something, you know, if the, the stars were to align the wrong way, you know, like if something went wrong and I was in the middle, I feel like it would just not be good. You know, it's just, he's a catcher and, you know, when you know, when there's bench clears, catchers are usually the one that's breaking it up or, you know, instigating it. And I just yeah, Carson Evans for sure. I'll, yeah. I'm definitely in agreement with you there. That that yeah. I've I've met him, talked with him, and just seen him seen him around. It's like that's it. I wouldn't even want to run into oh, him. Oh yeah, absolutely. Um I'm I'm not big at all. I'm, not, I'm a little, little scrawny white dude, but man, he he's got he's got that back country. Oh yeah. He's strength. He's a Mississippi boy. So he um you know, Coach Burroughs and and have a unique relationship mm-hmm. just talking about it. I think, I believe they're from the same area. Yeah. You'd be wrong, but, you know, judging how tough Coach Burroughs is, I would, you can bet the same for Carson. Yeah, I believe Burroughs, cut, they cut up the state of Mississippi with area codes. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. And I, I can't remember what he says, but they have, there's like four or five of them. And I believe, I believe like you said, they're, they're from the same area. Oh, yeah. Uh, but then flipping that around, which player would you want to have in your corner if there were a fight? Or, or say a bitch clearing brawl and you need somebody to come back you up. Besides me coming from the right field. Oh, yeah. I can definitely see you hopping the wall, but um, I'm going to be probably the first one to say this. Baylor Cobb. I'd, I'd like Baylor Cobb in my corner because um, I just know that that guy will do anything for the team. And that guy is... If there were to ever be a fight, I know he would be the first one out there to, you know, lay lay hands on people. So I just know that I had to buy him in my corner. I'm gonna be good. So yeah, 
Baylor's really awesome. It's kind of funny. His dad's the sheriff of Franklin Parish. So, you know, it kind of goes down. It kind of goes both ways. You know, Baylor may get the fight, but, you know, Mr. Kevin can may help you out of the fight. He's a good one to have in your corner. Just, again, the mantra of this whole team is just being tough, and he embodies that. A day definitely does. And, yes, I would I would jump the right field soon. Take look. The only thing is I need y'all to help me plead and beg so that they let me back in the stadium. Oh, we could we could definitely work that out. I think we we can definitely let that happen. But, no, because th- there's, there's been multiple times. I remember last year. I don't think it's been that much this year, but there were some times last year where players got hit, and you could tell it was kind of intentional. Oh, yeah. And it was like, all right, now, hold up. Like, you know, you know I'm, I'm on this fence, but oh, I mean yeah. – I can move pretty quick. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. You must have adrenaline starts going. Either. Oh, man. Just go. Uh, let's let's switch around over time. Uh, with you transferring from the SEC baseball to CUSA, has there been any big difference or big learning curve for you? Um, I would say, I mean, again, baseball, a game where, you know, the only thing that really changes is the, the size of the outfield. You know, and, um, it's still it's still mounted 60 feet, 6 inches away from home plate. Bases are 90 feet away, and still, you know, there's still an umpire back there. It's a, it's the same game to me. I think um, the I think the only learning curve, I wouldn't even say it's learning curve because we've played some really nice stadiums, and I mean Louisiana Tech is nice and is awesome. It's I think virtually best best atmosphere in the country. Love it, you know. Um, but when I think the only learning curve is just you know it's really something that's out of your control is just the size of the stadium, you know, the number of people in the stands. And that, I mean, the baseball's just as good. I mean, there's guys, I was tell, I've been talking to my roommates and, you know, guys on the team, but it's just like, Coos is the deepest it's ever been. I mean, it's, there's guys in Coosa that could be playing in big leagues right now. They're, they're, they're that good. And college baseball is the deepest it's ever been too. So I think this just, all it, only thing that changes is the name on across the chest, and I think the baseball stays the same. It's you're going to be facing as a hitter, you're facing the same good pitching, yeah. and as a pitcher, you're facing the same good hitting. It, it doesn't change. Yeah, CUSA as a as a league right now is probably the best it's been in a couple of years. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, we had departures. You know, the defectors. You know, your Southern misses th- those schools and down go the buzzards, whatever. Right. They're still trying to get attention by eleven point seven baseball. I, I don't follow them, but it pops up on my feed, and they're so attention because because the Sun Belt doesn't get, doesn't get all the the, right. the the looks now that because Cusa's getting it right now because they were getting Cusa because whatever, right. and they're they're so like yeah. attention media. Yeah, right here, right here. Yeah. They're, they're the kid in the back of the class. Oh, yeah. the answer is waving their hands. But no, definitely. I mean, there's there's a lot of great players on every every team's got at least two or three guys. I mean, if not more. Absolutely, it's. I mean. I mean, there's no, there has been zero weeks where like, okay, okay. But uh, it's it's a good lead. I mean, that one, you know, everybody talks about, oh, it's not power five. But, I mean, you're playing some dudes that, I mean, that are, that are, that are better than some guys in, in the power five, you know. And so it doesn't, I I choose to not look at that kind of stuff. I just choose, I'm like, hey, like, these guys are, they're here for a reason. They didn't make it through, you know. High school baseball for nothing. Like they're they're good for some reason. So and the baseball doesn't change. The you know the landscape of this field does not change. Just name on the chest. All right. Yeah, that's that's a hundred percent true. I mean, you you may have a guy that yeah he can't throw ninety six, but he can throw eighty nine to make it break six inches. And right. and it, it to you know I, I haven't hit a baseball in a couple of years, but still 
mean, just watching it, you know, there, there's guys that I've seen that are just crazy good. It's like, man, how did they miss the power five? And you look, it's like, oh, you know, a, a lot of coaches just look at velo. It's like, you know, this guy throws 88, 89. It's like, yeah, but nobody's touching his fastball. And it, it's just crazy, you know, the the disparity that, that they try to create between power five and group of five. And in some sports, you can say that. Like, like football, you could say that. But baseball. It's, it's a, I mean, COVID, I think COVID changed the landscape of the whole game. And it really, I don't, I don't know if, it, if it, this makes sense, but even at the playing field, I mean, you get you get guys. I mean, I'm very thankful that Jonathan Pincher's here still. And we still you got guys like Jonathan Pincher still on the team that, you know, they, they've been here for a long time. And that just shows you how good college baseball is. He's still doing his thing and still, you know, doing what Jonathan Fincher does. So it's um it's it's crazy. COVID just, you know, allowed college baseball to be that much better. And I think that's why it's truly the greatest show under right now. Oh, it's it, it, it's the best it's been in a couple of years. Um pitch clock to me, you know, they they could do away with that. Mm-hmm. Get rid of that again. But c- baseball as as a sport right now, top to bottom, week in, week out, is is the best it, it's been. College basketball was was okay this year. College football was terrible, yeah. but you always know every year college baseball is going to be yeah. great. Yeah, you know, the road to Omaha, the road to the regionals, everything, conference mm-hmm. tournaments. When it when that all gets going, it's so much fun to watch. Um, let's let's jump back into your early career, or this this may have been uh, this year. What was your welcome to college baseball moment? Um, so I got I got to pitch. Opening like as a freshman last year at A and M, I did pitch opening opening weekend, and that was you know I think we had like six or seven thousand people there. I couldn't remember, but I think just remember not really feeling anything in my body. I was like, man, like this is college baseball. It's a lot different, but um, I would say that's probably it. Just you know, getting used to you know the bigger stadium and yeah. seeing there's a lot a lot more people there. Um, that was my big, my biggest welcome to college baseball moment. But from like a playing perspective, I think my, I think it was against Texas last year when I was pitching it. But I pitched against them, and I was like, okay, this is peak college baseball. Like your grief, like you know, you're facing your your most hated rival, mm-hmm. and you know, you 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 literally hate that other team, and you just you felt the energy you felt like you know the fans were you know getting after me and getting after our team and then you're facing a really good texas team who made it to the college world series and you know, at the time you didn't really realize you know how good i didn't really realize how good a and baseball was beating up to that year we obviously made it to the college world series last year but um it was that was a tough one that was just you know i pitched well but like it's just like every pitch was like a high stress pitch when it really didn't need to be yeah and let's step back in the locker room for two more things. Uh, what's been your favorite locker room memory so far? So far, man. Um, it's not really a locker room memory. I think it's um, it's not. Or it really, it's not a locker room memory. It's you know, bus ride memories. Really, mm-hmm. um, we play a game called Mafia, mm-hmm. and that's. I look forward to road trips. I love playing at home. Don't, like, don't get me wrong, tech fans. But when we get to go on those road trips, and I know as soon as we get on the Interstate 20, wherever we're going, we're playing moth. So um, those have been fun, you know, because you late and you're four hours into the drive and you've played however many moth games. And it gets it gets heated. I, yeah. I do. Um, there's people, can't say names, people will get, you know, really, you know, butthurt about, you know, if they don't get, if something's go their way, but it's, 
gets heated, but it's a it's a really good time. I mean, you can play that in the locker rooms. Mm-hmm. And I, but that's probably my favorite memories. Mafia is definitely a staple of uh, we used to do it a lot, like youth camp and like youth, youth trips and stuff. We'd all play it, and I don't know why, but they always made me like the, the storyteller or, or, or whatever that role was because I, I, I can always come up with like the funniest things. Phil, Phil, Phil's our designated storyteller. Mm-hmm. So Phil, you know the character he is, he's really good at storytelling. So that it makes it really fun, and I think you know half the half the fun comes from him because mm-hmm. of how well he tells the stories. He brings up good laughs and everybody. As, as, uh, it's uh, really funny to hear that, you, you know, you guys are, you, you could be doing any, anything going down mm-hmm. the road. I mean, you could be listening to music, whatever, but y'all, the team camaraderie getting together mm-hmm. and just playing play good old mafia is, is, is good to hear. Um, in your opinion, what position player would be the best pitcher besides Phil and Ethan? Because obviously they come from a yeah. pitching background. Um, you know, really think about this because I don't want to give someone too much credit and then them not be able to do it. But um, I think through the lineup. Yeah, I would say, um, this is going to hurt me to say this, but um, actually, no, I'll go with this one. Brody Drifts. Brody, I, the, only way I, the only reason I know this because for he went to LSU. I knew him. I played um, some baseball games against him and with him. Yeah. And he, he was a really good pitcher. He had a really good curveball. I remember I'm not one to give credit to a friend like this, but he struck me out. Um, all, he doesn't love Brody, but he doesn't, he doesn't remember that. But I remember because it, it stuck true to me, but um, I didn't even tell the field we were playing. He struck me out. But uh, he, he struck me out on a good curveball, but he always had it. He's had a good arm. He still has a good arm. Mm-hmm. You know, the, I think he just kind of see it the way he, his arm motion works that, you know, he had a, some sort of pitching background. And, um, yeah, I just think he, you know, yeah, he could pitch. I think I I know he can pitch. He is. Yeah, this doesn't do it more. So, yeah, Barr was definitely put out some great athletes over the last couple of years. And, I mean, you look at, yeah, I hate that. This, this hurts to, for me to say. But like Gavin Gidry at LSU right yeah. now, they've turned him in, in, into a pitcher, and God, that hurt. That hurt to say. That. Yeah, those three letters hurting coming out. Oh yeah. Um, especially you know we're still two and zero. Uh, Jay Johnson, don't forget that. Oh yeah. You know he, he doesn't want to play us because we're two and zero against them. <laughs> that record's still two and zero. You know, still there. no asterisks, no nothing. <laughs> one at home, one away, but whatever. Kyle Kruger's still that dog. Still Netterville's home run still never landed. I lived in those apartments. I never found it. <laughs> Um, but yeah, uh, looking ahead at this week, you guys got a busy week. Mm-hmm. Going to Lafayette, home game at home game against ULM, revenge game against ULM, Big time. and then uh, conference series Friday, Saturday, Sunday against FIU. Um, is there anything we can look out for, or anything you, you want to say about those games besides just get ready? It's going to be baseball. Yeah, I mean, I think you know what you're going to get. I mean, I had crazy stories we played. UL last year in a, in a regional, so I kind of, I kind of have something I, I I know a little bit about them. Um, I think tech people know more about them because you know obviously being Louisiana, but uh, you know I just know that UL is gonna play really hard. They're a lot similar to us, and that um that they, they play really hard. I mean it's it's UL baseball, and um, I think you know I think it's gonna be a good game, and you know obviously ULM on Wednesday and 
you know what you know what that brings and obviously wide out so we can't wait to see the i can't wait to see the shack all white all white yeah, yeah definitely that'll be good um you know i mean at this one you gotta always you know, respect the respect the opponent you know you're never playing against uh, any given team you're playing against the game whoever plays the best you know whoever plays the game the best is going to win the game but um you know i think we, we got a good week we got a good challenge ahead of us at bayou you know um, they're they're gonna be good. I mean, it's college baseball, like I said earlier. Um, anything could turn, you know, in a blink of an eye. But uh, I'm I'm excited for this week. You know, take it one pitch at a time, and you know, see what the result ends up being. But um, we know we know what we got to do, and I'm excited to see what happens. Yes, it's gonna be a busy week for y'all, and then, of course, as me as well. You know, I'll, I'll be tweeting all the games. Uh, I'll, I'll be in in Ruston for the Monroe game. And for the FIU games, um, speaking, you said UL. It's ULL. The, the, okay. Don't let them can. Don't yeah. let them get your head. In. It's not the University of Louisiana. It's the University of Louisiana. Yeah. And I'm still learning. I'm still. And I was actually going to ask you: Is it like? Is it Lafayette? Is it Lafayette? Lafayette? What is? It's Lafayette. Lafayette. What now? Now I'm from north north central Louisiana. We we say Lafayette. The further down south, it's like Lafayette because of the deep the the the, the, the Cajun accents. But up here, because we normally laugh at them, so we yeah. call it Lafayette. It's how it kind of rolls out. I was going to tell my girlfriend that she said Lafayette. I was like, it's Lafayette. Yeah. And, uh, but I gave her a hard time about that. But, uh, yeah, I'm excited. I've heard um, I've never been. Is it NLT? Yeah, 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 T. I've never been, I've never been there. My dad, he, when he played college baseball, I believe he played there. So um, I'm just excited. I love going to these stadiums. Like I don't, I don't care who it is or where it is. I'm excited to you know experience it. And um, but I'm excited just to teed up with the dogs and you know give it, give it to them. Like yeah, it's it's definitely gonna be a fun week. Uh, it would be fun to see y'all play five games. Obviously, I know that's gonna be tough on y'all. Um, of course, I'll be in the shag whiteout obviously on Wednesday and then Friday, Saturday, Sunday against the Panthers. Uh, I'll come up with a conference preview here in the next couple of days. But, Raleigh, really appreciate you coming on. Um, love watching you play. Of course, uh, love calling you Rowdy because that's just that's just my thing. Um, but Tech fans, uh, be on the lookout as this podcast will come out. And then look out for other player interviews here this week or then the coming weeks as that is. Um, I'll come out with my recap of the Rice series here in a little while. And make sure you follow me on Twitter and on the podcast. As always, this is Cody and Go Dogs.